Hello and welcome to the 13th episode of the Casual Anime Podcast. Uh, I'm your usual host, Frederick, and Kashtun is here as well. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, this episode, we're going to discuss uh, Koi no Katachi, or A Silent Voice. Or um, probably more accurately, The Shape of Voice, but we can probably get into that later. Uh, can you give us a rundown of this film, Kashtun? Yeah, just a brief uh, rundown. Uh, the story revolves around uh, Nishimiya Shoku, a grade school student who has impaired hearing. She transfers into a new school where she's bullied by her classmates, especially Ishituya. It gets to the point where she transfers to another school, and as a result, Shuya is ostracized and bullied himself. With no friends to speak to and no plans for the future, Years later, he sets himself on a path of redemption to find peace. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> accurate description of the first part of the movie. Uh, yeah. I would say she's almost as good as death because she doesn't hear anything. Or like she hears sounds, but she doesn't really... She can't discern words, so I don't know why she wears hearing aids, because they're completely useless, I think. Well, uh, it could be to take away uh, noises from uh, tinnitus oh, or something. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, and as the hearing aids are such a vital uh, part of the plot in the early part of the movie, um, I guess that's probably why, too. Yeah. Uh, but let's uh, start at the bullying. Because, uh, do you think this is an accurate description of bullying in schools? Yeah, pretty much. There's, uh, there's all the stereotypes here. Uh, one is the main bully, uh, Ishida. And, uh, you have the, the one that sits silent and watches and do nothing. And you have the one that encourages the bullying. And some that play along, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. As you mentioned, there are all these stereotypes, like uh, taking her things, uh, throwing them out the window. Um, I don't remember if they write things on the blackboard because that's uh, really yeah. a cliche in Japanese anime. Yeah, they write. <laughs> they always my... write messages on the blackboard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, because it's. <laughs> It's evidence for the teacher. Like, uh, why would you ever do that? <laughs> but uh, Ishida wipes it off when she comes inside, which is uh, kind of weird, but yeah. Yeah, so this uh, all comes to kind of a climax when um, uh, Nishimiya's mother, who has had enough of all this, after how many pairs of uh, 
her herring eights go missing. I think it's like eight. ten. Oh, eight, eight pairs. Yeah, well, that's yeah. still a ridiculous amount. Yeah. And so she contacts the school and she transfers uh, Shoko to a new school. And uh, this is probably this probably causes a lot of problems for the teacher because he seems very annoyed. And he didn't seem to care before, but now that he gets gets in trouble because uh, there's been a major incident of bullying in his class, uh, he takes the fair and um, he basically points out uh, Soya as the main bully and basically holds him responsible for everything, which is in a way true, but is also kind of unfair. And uh, when he, when Soya tries to appeal to the rest of the class, saying that, well, you were all complicit in this bully, uh, in the bullying, they all remain silent. They're all cowards. Yeah. And I think that's uh, basically <laughs> that's a shit teacher. I don't know. Because if he yeah, knew if... enough to just point out Soya there and then and say, well, it was you, don't deny it, you are the main bully. Yeah, but he, he knew this was going he... on. Yeah, you see it in the, in the classroom. When the teacher is there, they'd be, uh, they'd be shouting at her with... Uh... Yeah, they're yeah. making fun of her in front of the yeah. teacher too. So Making fun of her deafness, like uh, talking in weird voices and uh, shouting in her ear. Yeah. And um, and they get uh, a hand sign uh, teacher to come and uh, teach the kids there, but uh, only one wants to teach. Want to learn? Be, yeah, yeah. Be taught. <laughs> uh, and Makes that's uh, Sahara. Yeah, Miyoko Sahara. Yeah, uh, and it's like uh, I think it's like pretty accurate of how uh, this would be in real life too, like you get a new student, everyone is fascinated by it, uh, and then the novelty dies off quickly, and then the work it takes to um, be a genuine friend with someone with this level of disability is actually quite a lot and I wouldn't expect children to remain uh, manage to remain sincere to that hmm. I mean I, I think it's I think children will say what they uh, what they feel at all times like they won't uh, they won't be afraid to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, because uh, there's a saying, at least here in Norway, that uh, the only one that speaks the truth is a, a child or a drunk person. Yeah, and incidentally, those are the only people who aren't allowed to vote, so... <laughs> Probably a coincidence, right? Yeah.
Um, yeah, so... Uh, but what I was trying to get at is that... Uh, I actually don't blame a lot of the class for, like... Ignoring Nishimiya after a while, because it's quite a lot of work to stay friends with a deaf person. Like, uh, it would take quite a lot of work. And she wants to be friends with everyone, but she doesn't realize how annoying she can be at times. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but you see how annoyed they get after a while. Like, uh, yeah. And I don't yeah, think I don't you can really blame can, uh... them for that. But you can blame them for being bullies later, but I don't think you can blame them for initially not wanting to be your friend because this is way too much work and it shouldn't be required. Hmm. I didn't think of it uh, that way, but uh, now that you say it, it's very smart. It's kind of a strange uh, concept that you expect everyone to be friends be just because they happen to go to the same school. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I've drifted apart from almost everyone in my childhood. Uh, all of the people I went to school with. And then you, you get on the internet or you get on other platforms and you find people you actually have interests in common with. And then it's much easier to remain friends. Yeah. So I think uh, becoming friends... Uh, only because you live close to each other. I think that's not a real, real factor that uh, garners a, a lasting friendship. But I'm rambling now, so... Well, you, you said a lot of uh, interesting things. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of I didn't thoughts think about of this it. movie. I really love it, so... Yeah, I thought it was great. Or I think it's important to see this from everyone's perspective, because... Um, Soya, who is the bully, actually turns out to be a really good guy. Yeah. And I think... I don't know if he ends up being bullied worse than Nishima was, but... I think it maybe comes close. Yeah, he was uh, shunned, so... And he had no chance to change schools like Nishima did, so... Yeah. Um, before we go on with the story, uh, I have one more question for you. Yeah? Uh, do you think this is an accurate depiction of a blind, uh, of deafness, not blindness? Well, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, you don't know any blind, uh, deaf people, do you? Or... Uh, no, I have a little bad hearing myself, and, uh. Well, but, <laughs> but that's not the same. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think you can put yourself in that place until you. Well, you know all it. the you know all the uh, you know the parodies of deaf people. So yeah, and it does sound a bit like that. And I don't know how accurate those are, though. So you, you mean the voice for uh, yeah? For sure? I, I, well, I, thought I think it that's was, pretty. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty on point. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, it was great that they did that. Uh, it uh, took the the voice acting to another level. Oh, speaking of which, uh, in the English dub, I think there's a lot of uh, hype because they actually have a deaf people uh, person 
who voice acts Shoku, but oh, I haven't heard it, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I watched uh, Japanese like always. Yeah, like always the best choice. Yeah, uh, maybe not for. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. Um, yeah, so uh, we are at the point where um, our main character, Soya, is outed as the bully. Uh, and no one is prepared to share the blame with him. And uh, everyone realizes that if they remain friends with him, that's kind of like, um, in a way, accepting that they... <laughs> They were bullies too, so <laughs> now every everything's turned. Every, uh, all the girls are ignoring him, and all the boys are uh, uh, senselessly bullying him instead. And um, his mother gets a call from the school, and uh, initially she can't believe that. Uh, he really did this because she asks, she, she doesn't take uh, the school's word for it initially, or she goes to him and asks him if he can confirm the story because it sounds so horrible to her. And when he doesn't deny it, she is, uh, I think she's very disappointed. And their family yeah. is very poor too, so, uh, she ends up uh, having to pay a lot of money to Nishimiya's mother for all the hearing aids that Soya destroyed. Yeah. So yeah, that starts like a vicious uh, cycle of uh, quite a few years of bullying. Yeah, I think they were uh, in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I think, how old do you think they are in the start of the movie? I think they're like... 13. In the start maybe. of the movie? No. Yeah. 12. Oh, uh, maybe. It's hard to, to say. Uh, no, they're playing video games and jumping on the bed and doing all, all these things. It yeah, seems, they, they do seem that so things. young. They seem so young. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're 10. Well... It doesn't matter, he was bullied no. for years. Yeah. And it comes to a point where... Um, uh, he decides he doesn't want to take it anymore. So he makes his preparations, uh, saves up his money, sells all his belongings, um, he quits his job, uh, he, uh, yeah, he pays back his mother uh, what, he, what she uh, paid uh, for all the hearing aids. And then he goes uh, to a bridge in, in, in the intent to jump off. Hmm. Um, but why do you think he didn't decide to jump? Or what well, do you think made him not jump? Uh, he felt uh, 
he had something um, un unfinished. He, he had to do yeah unfinished to do uh, to uh, Shoko because the bullying he did was very hard um, yeah I get kind of confused about the timing of the those events because they seem to jump a lot back and forth in the, like because that's actually the opening scene and then we jump after he decides not to jump we jump back to his childhood so I kind of got a little confused at that point yeah what I had is to, uh, uh, what happens when in the timeline so I had to backtrack a little bit uh, so I can quite confirm that Yeah, so he decides to make it up to, uh, or I think he just decides to set things straight uh, with Shoko. And you know, and then and you know there, there's one thing there. Uh, you know, when uh, Shoko's uh, mom gave uh, gave money to, uh, no, when uh, Shuya's mom gave money to Shoko's mom. She was bleeding and uh, looked really beaten up. Yeah, she ripped out her earring, I think. Yeah. I think uh, Shoko's mom ripped out uh, yeah. her earring. Uh, I don't know if that was reasonable. Probably unreasonable, but... Yeah, I would I be quite... pretty angry if... Uh... Yeah, but it wasn't the mother that did anything she was yeah but she help. can't she can't go around beating uh, other people's kids that's just not how yeah. it works yeah she's doing that later yeah but he's an adult <laughs> at that point and he's following his yeah, okay. uh, her even she... younger daughter home so I can get that too I mean yeah she was beating a she in the, uh, almost the last part of the movie uh, it's like uh like in True Detective season two, where uh, a cop's uh, kid is being uh, bullied, and he goes to his house and beats <laughs> beats up the father while while the kid is watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to send a message because he can't go beating kids. That's not that's not how it works. So, no. Yeah, sorry for interrupting. Um... Yeah, well, it was uh, it was a clusterfuck already. So, uh, yeah, I don't know why he decided to jump though before he went to speak to Shoko. If that's how the events played out, because he already learned sign language, and it seemed such a waste to have learned sign language if you're gonna jump before <laughs> you've talked to her. Yeah, there are some plot twists here. Uh... But yeah, so. Uh, he runs into Shoko, and naturally she is terrified of him, because, let's face it, he, he is the reason she is traumatized for life. And so, she runs away, albeit in a pathetic manner, because she just hides behind the staircase or something, and it's easy to find. And... Um, Soya finds her and tries to explain that he's so sorry for what he did and so on and so forth and he hopes they can move on and that they can become friends. 
and um, that is actually mir mirroring uh, uh, what uh, Shoko told Soya all those years ago when she first attended the school. <laughs> no matter how much uh, Soya bullied her, she always said, why can't we be friends? And he always rejected her, so... Yeah. In the harshest manner possible. It was like, why can't we be friends? Well, no, I'm going to take your things and I'm going to throw it, throw them in the pond. That's my reply. So. Yeah, and he delivered uh, the notebook you he throwed in the pond. Yeah, he did so. that too, so... Yeah. Yeah, so that relationship is on the mend. Uh, but then I think we come to my favorite scene in this movie. Can okay, you guess what that is? <laughs> it's the... Uh, it's the guy... Uh, the Nagasut Nagasutka. Wait, what? No. Nah, uh, it's, uh, it, it's the breakfast scene with uh, the mother. Ah, she, she's trying to burn up uh, all the money he saved. Yeah, well, um, she's been in her, his room, right? Or yeah. She, she has this envelope with uh, all the money that uh, Soya has saved up from uh, working part-time and selling all his items, and I mean all of them. He has sold all his manga, he has sold his bed, because he ends up sleeping on the floor. Um, yeah, so uh, all of his hard-earned money is in that envelope. And casually, she makes this offhand remark of like, why did you try to kill yourself? And he, <laughs> he, is, uh, he is tricked into like uh, kind of acknowledging that he, he was depressed and tried to kill himself. And then she just flips ape shit at him and like uh, says that she doesn't care about the money. It wasn't important to her, and that his life was much more important. And uh, he has to promise to never do that again, or she's gonna burn all that hard-earned money. And because she's clumsy, she ends up burning it anyway. But I think that's basically one of the best scenes in the entire movie. <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I think that was pretty powerful, at least. Yeah, it was powerful. Uh, I'll give you that, but... Uh, yeah. Uh. Should we address that he has a black niece? Uh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he does though. He has a yeah. His uh, sister, who we only see the back of, like once in this movie, is uh, married to a black man. I think. Yeah. And we only see him once too. I think we see him in the opening. No, we see the black man in. Oh, uh... we see him later too. Okay. Yeah, when. Uh... When uh, Nishi, when uh, Shoko's mother is getting a haircut. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, because we only see him once in the opening, he's... where they're in um, 
Soya's childhood room and they pull back a curtain and suddenly a black man sits there and you're like, where does yeah, he come and, in? And then you understand later. But And, and it's not a black man, it's a Brazilian man. Oh, okay. It's called Pedro. Oh, really? I... Yeah. Or Pedro. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, been, yeah. it's been a while. Yep. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, back to the bonding of uh, these two bullied individuals. Yeah. Uh, they end up feeding... Uh, bread to the... Carps. carps by the river and um, I don't know what they do I think they just hang out I guess yeah. and I think it's always kind of awkward but it's like kind of a a cutesy kind of awkward could you say a awkward kind of silence well <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> Yeah, um, that was a bad joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry again. Uh, no, so, um, <laughs> feel free to jump in. Uh, but the fact that um, Soya is so close to Shoko now uh, doesn't quite sit well with... Uh, uh, with uh, Shoko's family because uh, they all know what happened. It's basically all his fault that uh, uh, Shoko hates her life and is has been bullied all, all her life and I think she's suicidal as well. Yeah, and, and this is where the movie uh, takes a detour. Or uh, If you have read the manga uh, you will know that uh, Shoya is not the reason uh, uh, Shoko is uh, suicidal, but we can take that at the end. Uh, or, or take it now. Because uh, yeah. uh, Shoko had a father, and because of the hearing uh, problems, he moved away and divorced her mother and told them it was all her fault. And she's been tell, been told that all her life. But I don't think you should set much store in the manga because there is so much in the manga that isn't in this film. Like yeah, but it's the all main of the characters is... are so different. So I don't think we can really. Well, I mean, I think a lot of the characters in the manga are a lot more horrible there than they are in the anime. So yeah. I think if they and, and, intended that to be like a major reason of anything, I think they would have included it because this is a long movie, and yeah, they included a lot of things they didn't need to. They roped in a lot of characters that didn't really get any conclusion. So, yeah, I think if they w intended intended to um, um, complicate the suicide issue uh, I think they would have included it but I don't know
think it just uh, supposed to be unknown, at least in this version. Yeah. Well, it's two hours long, and uh, the manga is longer, so yeah. I don't know how many pages, but yeah. So uh, yeah. let's talk about uh, uh, the best character in this series, Shoko's little sister. Or little brother. Well, no. As we, as sure, uh, <laughs> as uh, Shuya I hope thought. you didn't seriously think that uh, Yuzuru was supposed to be uh, Shoko's boyfriend. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> no, but uh, that's what he, she <laughs> introduces herself as. So. Yeah. Uh... I think she also is surprised that he is so stupid that he falls for <laughs> it. So um, there's that, at least. Yeah. <laughs> and um, initially, uh, she does everything to put a wedge between um, uh, between Shoko and uh, and Soya, and with good reason too, because she knows how unhappy uh, Soya made uh, Shoko. Yeah, back in the day, so um, she uses all underhanded uh, techniques to try to get Soya in trouble, and it actually yeah, she works gets too. him expelled. Yeah, from get, no, she gets him suspended. Suspe yeah, I think that's uh, quite some distinction. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, uh, I think a suspension you can. It's like um, not permanent. Yeah, okay. Expulsion yeah. is pretty serious, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, little by little, she um, she comes to accept him because she sees all the good deeds he he does, and without really asking for anything in return, so. In a way, she is just as troubled as Shoko because she is dealing with uh, kind of this uh, angry mother, and uh, she is having trouble at school because she doesn't want to go to school, and she's uh, also trying really hard to uh, stop Shoko from uh, <laughs> committing suicide. Yeah. So I think she feels more responsibility than actually necessary, but you can't blame her for thinking this way because uh, life hasn't been easy, let's just put it this way. Yeah. And then we come to like... Uh, like uh, the part of the movie where I have a lot of problems, the part of the movie I have a lot of problems with, it's the reconciliation with like all of his classmates and like all of these other characters that are brought into this little dynamic. Yeah, uh, where are many side characters? Um, and they have no development whatsoever. 
Yeah, mm. and I think that's uh, pointed out too. It's like um, they admit it as well. They're pretty self-aware, most of them. Because Shoko wants to like uh, reunite with this one classmate that was nice to her. And um, Soya makes that happen. But in the process, uh, there's a lot of other people that also get involved. Um, there's like uh, a couple of people from uh, Soya's school who joins the gang and uh, uh, one of the bullies from uh, from the old school yeah uh, joins as well and I kind of lose track but yeah like there's a one there's one of these goofball characters that are supposed to be uh, like a hundred percent good, and he's like being bullied, but he's probably too stupid to realize a lot of the time. <laughs> but he's so kind-hearted that uh, you understand that he's always the nicest guy, and uh, he treasures all all kinds of. Uh, uh, good deeds that are, that are passed his way, so he's loyal, let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, ah, we're, uh, I don't know how to, um, how to explain this, because the film turns into a clusterfuck of, uh, things unresolved at this point and it's just the gang doing things going to festivals going to different places and it all feels unfulfilled and everyone is not satisfied with the results I guess hmm. and I think that's why it comes to like this explosive uh, halt where uh Uh, does the Paris wheel scene happen before or after the suicide? I think it attempted before, suicide before. before. Yeah, so yeah, I remember correctly. Because it was, uh, it wasn't a trigger, but it it helped. Yeah, so um. this bully character goes alone into a Ferris uh, wheel with uh, Shoko and basically tells her how much of a piece of shit she is while they're alone or how much of a piece of shit she thinks she is yeah she hates her she say yeah and um yasuru was uh recording the entire thing yeah because she gave her camera to uh, her deaf sister so uh and, then and she showed kind of falls apart like uh yeah. soya says mean things to people and they just people just leave yeah and he says mean things to them because uh, uh one of the mean girls uh, kawaii or uh, yeah <laughs> she's uh, telling everyone how uh, uh shuya was bullying uh, the deaf girl at their old school and uh 
the new people are a little, yeah, not scared, but uh, they're taken by it. Taken aback by it, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it all culminates with uh, kind of everyone going their separate ways. Um, and uh, you have to help me here. I don't really remember the events. <laughs> because yeah, I remember separate. that they went to the festival, but did he go to the festival with... Uh, I guess he went to the festival with Shoko's with, with the family. family. Okay, of, yeah. yeah. So that's probably why. Uh, and uh, well, that makes and then sense, some uh, some loud fire. Uh, no uh, fireworks. Firecrackers. Yeah, fireworks. Hanabi. Starts happening. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Shoko wants to go home. Uh, she does some sign language and says goodbye. But then um, Shuku's family ask ask for her, and uh, and uh, yeah, he said he, she was going home, and then uh, Yusuru was asking for a camera if he can get it from their home. So and then uh, then he goes after it. Yeah, and he arrives just in time to stop uh, or to catch Yoshimi as she, as she jumps off the balcony because. Apparently they live in quite quite a high up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really nice or a really well paced scene as he runs across the entire room. It's like this sense of urgency as he's yeah. trying to get to the balcony in time to catch her. And stumbling in the table. Stumbling on everything. Yeah. I think it happens in complete silence too. Yeah. Probably symbolizing deafness and head underwater and all that. Because uh, what ends up happening is that Soya manages to pull up Nishimiya, but he ends up tumbling <laughs> over the over the rim instead, and. Uh, uh, he lands in water, luckily, but he ends up in a coma. Yeah, and it uh, starts coming blood out from somewhere. I didn't see where, but it was maybe the pelvis area. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It I don't. I don't think the recovery took that long. So, oh, maybe. Um, a concussion and a few other things. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was lasting damage, at least. No. But uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and then the scene comes where uh, there's a lot of things that happen, and uh, and then suddenly he wakes up from the coma. And he he goes running out for uh, because uh, it's Tuesday or something, and they were going to meet or yeah. And then here and I really thought it was a ghost in the you know the it was a weird animation. Oh um, well, 
I think they they address him quite a lot while he's in the coma, though. So yeah. So. But he go he leaves like the hospital in Kirito style. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yeah. When he's trying to find Asuna, the difference is uh, Asuna wasn't there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, when tragedies like this happen, people truly reveal who they really are because some people are still spiteful, but uh, and uh, Shoko is her usual, I guess, being timid and thinking it's it's his fault, uh, it's her fault that uh, Soya is. Uh, Injured and taking the entire blame for that. Um, well, it I, is. Yeah, but <laughs> she didn't ask him to save her, I guess. So oh, no. I don't think she should be this hard on herself, but it doesn't help that uh, her previous classmates, that's the worst person ever, um, says that it's all her fault and. She should go kill nah. herself and all. <laughs> and all she the hits her and uh, kicks her and. Yeah, it's quite a lot of oh. that actually. Yeah, very powerful scene. And then uh, uh, Shoko's mother comes and uh, slaps her around a little bit before. Yeah, but uh, she just slaps right back before. Yeah. Um, Shoya's mother. Yeah. Comes and stops them. So. And it all ends with everyone not being friends, almost. Mm. But it's not really that satisfactory. Or like, the satisfactory part is that Soya can finally look people in the eye again. And he has like this moment for himself where he realizes he has friends. But apart from that, I don't know why these side characters had to be in the end of the movie. I would much prefer the Soya, Shoko, and Yuzuru, and maybe that one um, oddball character. Yeah. And that could have been the a quartet that uh, had this moment together. I think that would be more powerful. At least in in my mind, at least. Okay. So, yeah. Well, as you say, there's uh, a lot of characters here, and um, they are very underdeveloped. Um. I feel if uh, if you left uh, two or two out, it would be a much better movie. Yeah, I think they should just have been more liberal with the source material. I think they should just yeah. have cut a few people and then maybe made the film ten minutes shorter, and then you had would have had more of an emotional payoff at the end. I don't know. Yeah, I think and so too. I think too. a lot of the complaints about this movie is that. The bullies don't get what they deserve at the end. Like, 
there's no yeah only Shuyu I guess will you deserve yeah but he's uh, the main character yeah yeah but he gets what he deserves uh, yeah but there's like yeah. a lot of these bullies who kind of show up in certain parts of the film without like there's this Soya's best friend from uh, from his bullying days that just shows up and he's a co like he was just a bigger bigger part of the bullying and he was the yeah. head bully when they turned yeah. on Soya so and he just shows up here and there <laughs> yeah and he even saved him uh, when he landed in the water Yeah, so I think there's a lot of unresolved things, at least. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so um, I think you, what's your opinion of this movie? Oh, it's very great. Uh, I thought it. Uh... Is it better than your name? Because this is like uh, the big debate. Yeah, it's better than your name. At least in my opinion. Yeah, in uh... my opinion too. But thinking back, I can think about a lot of flaws. But I think that's what makes it so great. The, the great moments were so much better. So you can yeah. overlook quite a lot of flaws with this. And it's a very um, uh, modern uh, setting because uh, usually you only uh, you only uh, have blind people and such, but this you have hearing and hearing aids, and uh, it doesn't get uh, portrayed as much. So it's very special for some people. Yeah. Uh... I think they used that very well. Like, there's this scene where um, Shoko tries to say that she likes Soya, and he being <laughs> a complete retard. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's my best scene from the movie. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> Shoko says uh, Suki instead of Ski, I guess. And that instead of that being I like you it became uh, became a moon crescent moon I think yeah I think that's Mikasu yeah <laughs> Mikasuki <laughs> or something so that's a cute misunderstanding and especially her reaction afterwards when she's having a tantrum on the bed <laughs> you're such a weep <laughs> well you think this uh, this film was sponsored by Nikon or Nikon, however you pronounce it, the camera? Yeah, uh, at least they had uh, paid some uh, money to be in it, maybe. Yeah, I think I think that's product product placement, right? Yeah, uh, I saw this uh, anime. Uh, uh, was it uh, Haiku? Uh, Hayaku, and yeah. they had uh, the Atari. Volleyball. Yeah, and they had Atari and. In a scene, uh, a big name on the, on a hall or something. But is Atari does Atari exist anymore? Hasn't they been haven't they been just bought out by something bigger? Yeah, they just uh, 
announced a new console. Oh, okay. So, with the iconic uh, Tree Alliance uh, logo. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The Atari X or something, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. So, would you re recommend the anime to uh, people that don't like anime? Um, yeah, probably, but I think I think you, I can only watch this anime once because it physically hurts to watching the first scenes of this anime yeah. or the first uh, minutes of this anime. It physically hurts seeing. Uh, Shoko being bullied to such a degree. Yeah, it's quite bad. Um, so I don't know if I want to see this again. It's like, uh, I know it's great, but I might just skip a few scenes and then watch the scenes I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the opening song? I've <laughs> I think it was a little well, out of place. Yeah, we're controversial. <laughs> My generation. My generation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did really not expect that when I started the movie. Uh, <laughs> well, it's recognizable, I guess. And I think it's weird, though, because I think they made quite a lot of. Uh... quite a lot of music, particularly for this. They've made, like, yeah. Uh, especially um, muffled you know, sounds of the piano, so it's you know, uh, like to I would simulate much, deafness, uh, like uh, or simulate being underwater, like these kinds of sounds, and then they suddenly don't use an original um, creation for the opening. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I would, if if they were gonna pick uh, the Who song, uh, Baba O'Reilly would be much better. <laughs> Teenage wasteland, oh. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it fits. Yeah. Pinball wizard, though. Ah. The deaf, dumb and blind kid sure plays a mean <laughs> pinball. Maybe a queen song. I want to break free. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think uh, I don't think Yeda Who is big in Japan. Do you think so? No. I really doubt it. <laughs> uh, did you like the fact that his... Uh, shirt label was always sticking out as a child and as a more of a an adult his t-shirt label was always sticking out well <laughs> or didn't you notice <laughs> no i didn't notice <laughs> yeah only you can uh well no stuff. i think it's very noticeable because there's like this white thing on the back of his shirt and it's like why is it there? It's eye-catching. <laughs> and then you see it as an adult, too. You see, like, oh, it's still there. He still hasn't <laughs> tucked in his shirt label. And that's, that's something to remember. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice it. I'm sorry. Um. 
uh, I think there's a few other films that could have been in there though, like um, Yusuru's story, I guess. <laughs> because uh, Soya spends almost as much time with Yusuru as he spends with uh, Shoko, and he kind of solves her problems, or it's kind of easier to solve uh, Yusuru's problems than it is uh, Shoko's, I guess. Yeah. Because, um, uh, Yuzuru has trouble at school and that kind of, uh, those kinds of problems. And, um, yeah, and she, so she I can help, for, help for him help. with homework and he can also yeah. help, like, just the fact that him. Being there helps the, their family dynamic after a while, so yeah. it makes uh, Shoko happy, and that's kind of what Yusuru has been trying to do all, all this time. <laughs> and then her grandma dies, so I guess it just, I guess Soya is like a a good person for uh, for her to to just speak uh, talk about her problems too, like without really talking about them. He like he, he like guesses them because he sees that she's troubled. I guess that's therapeutic in a way. I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Uh, is there anything we've forgotten? Yeah, probably. But uh... yeah, well, we've <laughs> talked about bullying. We've talked about deafness. We've talked about suicide, or we haven't maybe not talked enough about suicide. Yeah, that's frowned upon. So uh, I don't think it's. I think it's pretty common in Japan. So <laughs> yeah, but uh, not talking about it. <laughs> I don't know. Um... No. I guess um I guess it's kind of the honorable thing to do in a lot of circumstances, but I don't think any of these circumstances are were honorable, so no. No. I think maybe Japanese schools have a bigger problem with bullying than a lot of other schools though. Okay, yeah. I, I don't really know that. Uh... It might seem that way. Um, there's a lot of expectations, I guess. And uh, the kids have less time to be kids, so they take it out on other means, probably. I don't know. <laughs> this is just speculation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um you wanna wrap up or should we keep going? Well uh it's not so much to be said uh, at least uh, about the movie. I, I think yeah, let's, let's much... talk about the manga. Have you read the manga? No. <laughs> okay. I only uh 
read somebody saying it was uh, it was pretty different. So yeah, I haven't read the manga either per se, but I've seen a list of all of like uh, the differences, and they don't really seem to be the same story, or they don't seem to really convey the same story. <laughs> the base story is there, and but there are certainly liberties, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I think you need to take liberties to make the best uh, uh, the best possible film. Like, uh, yeah, or it wouldn't be would film it... if you couldn't uh, do these certain scenes. Like, uh, you could have a, like a close up of uh, of someone doing something really mundane, and it could be a really uh, really emotional scene in a movie like you can have a guy spinning a feather or something and you could have a close-up of that and that would be totally that would be like a, a one panel in the in the manga but in the film that could be like 30 seconds of intense staring at a giant uh, enormously magnified uh, feather or something <laughs> if you get what I mean so <laughs> Yeah. I think liberties are good, basically. Yeah, creativity. Uh, uh, and uh, it's kind of what uh, the movie tried to tell us. You know, don't be depressed, uh, and, uh, and you have to f you have to come out of your shell and don't isolate yourself. Because you, you can't live your life like that. Yeah, I think you need to find the people that accept you, and not the fake people. Yeah, I think you need to stick to them, and then and and you forget everyone clearly, else. Because... You clearly see this from uh, Shuya's friends, because as soon as he uh, he does the mistake of bullying this girl too long, they cast him aside and. They don't really care that uh, anything happens, uh, that something happens to him. Yeah, they just found a new target, and that was uh, yeah. Soya in this instance. But then again, he, he gets a very good friend in uh, in the one with the the weird hair. So yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's because he just does one nice thing, like yeah, he lends him or. No, he, he lands a bully his bike. Yeah. Uh, because fully knowing uh, that yeah. he's never gonna see that bike again. Yeah. And um, this other guy is so grateful that, uh, and he thinks he's found this one connection, this one true friend, that he spends hours <laughs> combing the city looking for Soya's bike to give back to him, and he actually finds it. So that's quite some dedication. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, when you, uh, well, I made a mistake of going into my anime list and looking at uh, his backstory or uh, front story or what you want to call it. And it's quite big. Oh. He wants to become a movie uh, director, film director. And uh, he entered himself and Ishida in a film competition. Uh, it is shown both Ueno and Kawaii find 
I got super repulsive, blah, 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 blah. So, um, yeah, the manga is very big. Um, and maybe it would be better to do the Your Lion April, uh, to do a series. Um, maybe, but I think... I was actually quite happy of how this turned out. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But but you know, if there were some more to explore, if they made enough money to. Oh, I think they made quite a lot of money. Yeah, they didn't. I think they made uh, one third of uh, what uh, your name made. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have some? <laughs> It's getting late. No, but I was—I uh, had a thought, but I kind of lost it somewhere along the way. Hmm. Um, and you know, it was probably uh, about that weird uh, old ball. Yeah, and you know, one. Uh, yeah, it, it was a weird scene at the end of the movie. You know, when uh, uh, the bully girl uh, was signing Baka. Know, moron to uh, oh yeah tough girl <laughs> and, uh, never change yeah. never change <laughs> yeah but uh yeah the point I was gonna make was that I think I think that uh, oddball character is the like they they show kind of um, Soya's isolation by him always staring down and everyone else having an X over their face he can't see their faces anymore. He doesn't look at people anymore. And he's kind of the first character where he actually sees his face. So, that's probably significant, but that was all I was going to say, so uh, we can wrap this up. <laughs> I don't want to talk yeah, about and it. At, so. And at the end of the movie, uh, everyone's X is uh, dropped. Yeah. And that's why, you know, uh, he's getting rid of his depression. So... Yep. Yeah. Something like that. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Casual so on and so podcast. So on and so forth. Uh, we're probably going on on an hiatus, like uh, Berserk offer and uh, the Hunter Hunter offer. But you'll probably not notice anything because hopefully we we will have episodes pre-recorded. So. Ooh, cool stuff. This sounds like a surprise to you, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a big surprise. I don't remember anything. Okay, but... Um, we'll um, talk to you later. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye.
how many times I've tried to tell you please take care of yourself Then with tear-stained eyes I sadly said goodbye As I waved and wished you farewell Then I think of how, how much longer I must wait I look inside myself 